Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Supermama Sisterhood. Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista, and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. And we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Risa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted, and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hello. Hello, Super Mamas. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Happy holidays. Happy, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I told my husband, I was like, beep, beep, beep. Happy holidays. <laughs> this, he like, loves it. He's like, what? I'm like, let's go get a Christmas tree. <laughs> already? You're planning to get a Christmas tree already? I mean, I, if I could, I would. Well, I already, I put my first uh, Thanksgiving decoration up. Already, nice. Like right away. Nice. I love Thanksgiving and thanks and Christmas. Oh, I know. It's like my favorite time. I know. It's like that's it. The year's over. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday mm-hmm. um, about about Thanksgiving, and I told him, "Listen, I know like Thanksgiving is not like if you look at what it means, and you know, especially now and the massacre of Indigenous community. I totally get it. I'm like, but honestly, I freaking love Thanksgiving. Like <laughs> Me too. Like I." Don't love where it came from. And also, I, 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 I was started thinking about that yesterday. And I was like, out of all that ugliness, something beautiful came about it. Like yeah. this beautiful tradition. I mean, so, at least in our family. It's very yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, and, and he's like, oh, so like, what kind of food do you guys have? Do you guys have like tamales? And I was like, hell no. Like, we do American <laughs> Thanksgiving. Like, I know it was like turkey, gravy. Oh yeah. My God, mashed potatoes. Like I, we, but with frijoles. Yeah. I mean, we have frijoles. I'm like, well, I mean, we have like pasta de frijoles and we have like, like jalapenos. We have pickled red jalapenos. They oh, have to yeah. be the red kind. And we have our spaghetti. Bolillos. Our poblano. My oh my mouth God. Is <laughs> <wide. laughs> Me too. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, but, but. And we drink mezcal. Yeah. And <laughs> hella, a lot of beer and it, we have a lot of fun. But I mean, you know, my, my, actually, Krista was telling me this morning, she's like, oh my God, who's going to be there? And I was like, well, they, you know, everybody's going to be there. We're going to be there. Is that person going to be there? Am, am I the only, uh, the biggest kid that's going to be there? Am I going to have to take out all the kids? I'm like, yeah, Krista, that's what happens. Aww. But yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Mom's going to cook. Me and mom <laughs> are going to cook. cook. Me and mom are going to cook. I'm excited. And, you know, I'm like, super excited. I think she should do the stuffing, the chorizo stuffing mm-hmm. again, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm hungry. 100%. I know. We're like, (laughs) (laughs) and then we usually, I think that's the only holiday that the day after we all still are together the day after. Yeah. And we just chill and yeah, just be, I really love, love Thanksgiving. Me too. I'm excited. Hello, everyone. Sorry, we just got in on like that Thanksgiving (laughs) tangent there. It's like, everyone's like, it's not even. Like a week after before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why are they That's talking how much we love Thanksgiving. That's how much we love Thanksgiving. But we're not, we don't love where it came from. We, we just love, love the idea what it has of, become. Yeah, for us, for us. Yeah. It's, I'm know, taking Thanksgiving back. We're taking, we're making it ours. We're making it ours. Uh, so what's up with you? Oh, wait. Sorry. I know I always ask you what is up with you and then I talk, but <laughs> I just want to say thank you for everyone that sent me beautiful messages after last week's episode I about know. scary stories. <laughs> I didn't realize like how sad that sounded until <laughs> I started getting all these like love messages from people. So many women have like going through the same thing. And so many women's children that don't love them. Yeah. So many women that are like, oh my God, I'm going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I work a lot. And he says like, I love daddy. I don't love you. One mom is like the opposite. He like the baby says, I don't love daddy because the daddy works a lot. Uh, but update, my son loves me again. Yay. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> I mean, See, you put it out in the universe. I and did. Now he loves you. I did. I did. I, it just speaks of how powerful it is to just kind of mm-hmm. throw up your 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 problems into the world so you can cleanse yourself. Yeah. True. But I mean, he doesn't say that he loves me by himself. Like he'll be like, "I'm like, babe, do you love me?" He's like, "Mommy, I love you this much." But I also love daddy. 
right? So like he he does bring well, that now in he the include end, you in the book. Which so I'm just like I'll take it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. still in love with his 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 teacher, which I think is so funny. <laughs> Yesterday when I picked him up, when he was he's like, "Bye, Amanda, I love you." Aww, <laughs> is she cute? Yeah, I mean, she's young. She's the youngest teacher. So, but it's just like so funny. It's just like to me, it's just like it's, that's his first crush. It's his, yeah. it's his teacher. And I'm like, oh, it's so angel. funny how they're so different because like I see your kid and he's always like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's no, always his like favorite, trying to fight. That, his, he, his like favorite noises <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. He goes, he opens the door, he comes home, he goes, mommy. And, and we have says, this never. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a kiss. I'm always like, I'm going to get you. Never. <laughs> like, okay. We have this new game. See, I'm in, see like all these oh, tips. I'm embracing. We have this new game. He's like, Hey, mommy, you want to play a piece of me? <laughs> Do you want a piece of me? And then he started saying like, Ninja steal, Ninja slasher. <laughs> so that's like our game. Piece of me. Hey, mommy, you want to play a piece of me? And he oh gets really God. excited. I, I, it's just so foreign to me. We don't ever do that. <laughs> you know, we always play restaurant. My kids love playing restaurant or mall. You know, they play picnic or they play like, <laughs> no, he never, you know, picnic. they put their babies to sleep. And like every doll has a place to sleep and they make a room for them. Oh, it's very like, you know, mellow. We don't fight. <laughs> they fight, but we don't fight. But you know, yesterday, last night, actually, Daddy was home and, and they were like, can daddy put us to sleep? And, and I was like, but I was going to read you a book. Can daddy do it? And I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Whatever. I don't care. I'll put the baby to sleep. She'll be like, she'll, she don't care anymore though. The baby update actually uh-huh. after our sleeping episode, I put my baby in the crib and Look now at you. Like, we're winning at life. We're. It's so cool because now it's like 7.45. I'm like, okay, guys, they want to know she's six times. She's like, hi, hi. And then I go, I read a book or two with her. I put her in the crib. I, I still give her a bottle though, you know, give her her bottle. And then she knocks out like three minutes later. And then I awesome. walk out of there feeling like a champion. See, we're winning. That's why Super Amas is here for. For you and everyone else. Yes. Well, today on the show, we're going to be talking about time. Yay. Because it's the holidays. And also, we just had a time. We're having a time change mm-hmm. and it's like where t- where's time going and <laughs> we learned so much about relationship with time and sleeping and everything i mean i love having wendy back yeah she is so inspirational and just gives us so much life tools mm-hmm. this is one of this is going to be an incredible episode you guys are going to love it you guys are going to learn so much from it i share it with a friend mm-hmm. i think i after the after recording the episode with her i have really been able to just look at time differently yeah. and just having that relationship with time that was like such a making changer. time your friend yeah but uh well without further ado here is our episode with wendy amar welcome back wendy yeah we are Hi. so excited to have you every Again. time we see we're like okay great we're getting our life together <laughs> <laughs> attempting to get or at least we're getting back like we try to like, come on we get off track and we're like oh, okay we gotta go back we yes go back. realignment is what i call realignment, it right? yes. realignment back yes. to someone once forward. told me it's not how often you fall out it's how fast you can back in get mm-hmm. back in that matters mm-hmm. yes 100 percent, right? absolutely and yes you get older the easier it becomes to get back in because mm. the more practice you have Oh, right, the easier. Right. Okay, yeah. easier. Yeah. Well, at least something gets easier as we get older. <laughs> <laughs> that might be at the only thing. That. At least we have that. At least we have that. You know. <laughs> Great. So, um, today we're going to talk about time management, yes. right? Now, Wendy, you were a coach. You were here in our uh, last episode, episode one thirty. Yes. Right. Just really brief. What is a life coach? Yes. Awesome. So I like to call myself a strategic life and business coach because I help people with everything in their life. Okay. Um, and really your life is also affecting your relationships, your business, every area of your life, right, right? right? Foundationally. Yeah. So a coach is someone who helps get you from point A to point B in a very strategic way, right? They help you make a map of uh, where you want to go. So they help you get clear on where is your point B. Because mm-hmm. some people come to me and they're like, okay, I know I'm not happy in the job that I'm in, for instance, but I don't really know what I want next, but I know I don't want to be here a year from now, or I don't want to be at this job, you know, five more years. So I help them gain clarity around, okay, what's that point B look like? Mm. And it doesn't have to be really specific. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be, I want more. I want another challenge. 
you know, something that's, I just feel like I need to grow into the next level. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it is really specific. Like I want to increase, you know, the profit margins in my business by 30%. That's very concrete and specific. So then I help them gain clarity on point B. Then we make a map together, right? And how you're going to get there. Uh And then I help you follow through with that map. So execute Mm -hmm. on that map. Accountability. Accountability and action. So that's really the big part of having a coach. Just like Mm -hmm. when, if you're playing basketball, you have a basketball coach who's watching you on the outside, uh, making sure you succeed and win the game. We're doing the same thing, except we're doing it for things in your life that really matter. Got it. Like your relationships, your career, your job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How you feel about Mm -hmm. yourself, your relationship with yourself. How do you win at those things? Yeah. So accountability. Win at life. Yeah. Win at life. Exactly. For (laughs) me, this is so much more important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like your basketball coach or your football coach. (laughs) Unless you're like LeBron LeBron James. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And obviously we need time for that. And uh, we want to talk about specifically time management because that is a common occurrence that we hear about from moms. Right. I mean, like, where does that time go? And it's just I think as women in general, we have less time than men. Mm-hmm. And I think in life, like if you really like make a make a, a real like audit of time, we're at, at a deficit from since we're like three years old when the, yeah. when the guys can just go to the bathroom anywhere and we mm-hmm. have to take time to look for to go to the bathroom and pull our pants down and lift up your skirt. Lift it's up like different skirt, steps to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah, yes. there's like there's more time yeah. invested in us. Even mm-hmm. just after working out, a man can just take a shower and leave we need to dry our hair do our mm-hmm. hair so i think in life i think if someone could make a study of how many more hours men have in life available to them it's definitely more than women mm-hmm. um so today we want to talk about time management and wendy what is time management so time management from the perspective of a coach is your relationship with time Mm. and how you look at time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I teach my clients to build a relationship with time like they would with a friend, like another person. We even name the scheduler, like their schedule, (laughs) whether it's their Google calendar or if they have an actual physical calendar or their Outlook calendar. Um, We give it a name because then you start looking at it as something you're in relationship to. And you really do have a relationship with time, right? Yes. 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 And either time is your friend and works for you or time works against you and you're always fighting with time. So either it's a positive relationship or you feel like it's not giving you enough and, you know. But we also look at your levels of respect for it. How do you respect your time? How do other people respect your time? How do you treat um, your time in terms of what's important to you and how you prioritize? Yeah. Mm. So time management is managing the amount of hours you have in the day so that you accomplish your highest priorities. That's really that's really what it's about. Getting clear on what your highest priorities are is the most important thing. Um, I would also remind everybody that it's true, even though it feels like men have more time than women, (laughs) they just have a different relationship with time Mm -hmm. than women do. We see time differently. We have a feeling of time that's different than men. Um, There's also an intelligence around time that we have as women, especially moms, because everything doubles when you have a kid, right? In terms right. of like the needs, yeah, how much you have to get done in the same hour. But I'll remind everybody, the bottom line is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Even somebody like Beyonce who's running... Oprah. Or Oprah, right, mm-hmm. who's running 10 multi-million dollar companies at the same time. She has the same 24 hours in a day that we do. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of how we use the time, how we leverage our time. And that's some of what I can teach you guys today is how to leverage time, how to use time in a way that's going to work better for you. So how can we? (laughs) What what are some of the productivity strategies that we can all learn and apply to it in our lives? Yes, absolutely. So the first thing I would start, and this is what I do with my clients also, is to start looking at how are you spending your time right now? Okay. So kind of starting by taking like an, an inventory. Exactly. Mm-hmm. As in say inventory, but audit. Yeah. Just like you do in, in a business, right? To see where you're at, like where your number's at. So where is your time going? Because a lot of the moms tell me, oh, I just don't have enough time. Oh, I'm just so tired. Okay. Well, let's look at what are you actually spending your time on? Mm-hmm. How much of that time is spent at work or commuting, right? A lot of moms mm-hmm. are commuting to yeah. work back and forth. Or with your kids. And even with your kids, what exactly are you doing? Are you making dinner and like 
you know, checking emails and even though your kids are around or are you sitting on the floor playing with them, right? That's different in terms of quality of time. So we first look at what's really taking up the majority of your time. And then we look at what are your priorities? What do you want to take up your time? Because it's not the amount of time that you spend on your priorities, but the quality of the time that makes the difference, Yeah, right? Definitely. Most moms will say, kids, my kids are my priority. I want to spend more time with my kids. Great. Then we look at how do you get to a place where you're spending quality time with your kids? Mm -hmm. And what's the experience you want with them? Mm -hmm. Right? Because it doesn't have to be two hours from five to seven every night. Um, And sometimes people block that out, but they spend half that time making dinner, washing dishes, putting away the laundry or, you know. every weekend for me. Right, or yelling at their kids to finish their homework, but not really like interacting in a deep way, right? So then we look at what's the experience you're looking for. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good productivity question to ask yourself. What's the experience I'm looking for with my kids or at work? And how do I make that happen in the present moment without needing two hours? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we find that it could be 20 minutes with your kids, but if it's quality focused time where your phone is away, like your phone is put you know, in a different room and you're sitting on the floor with your kids or at the kitchen table and you guys are involved in an activity where you're really present and focused and connecting with them in a quality way, mm-hmm. that that's enough. 15, 20 minutes that's is enough. That's a great tip. Yeah. So asking yourself, what's the experience I'm looking for? What's the feeling I'm wanting to have? Not necessarily the amount of hours, but the experience or the feeling that you want to have, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's a good first place to go. Also then asking yourself, do I respect my time? And do others respect my time? Mm -hmm. Yes. What is my relationship with time, right? Am I a person of my word? Am I a person who's constantly late, 10, 15 minutes, an hour, right? Or do I allow other people into my space and allow them to move meetings around, move appointments around? How am I, first of all, how am I relating to time myself? What's the space that I hold it in? But then also, how do, what do I allow other people to do with it? Because ultimately, you're 100% in control of your time. I would say, I, would, I, I mean, I agree yes. with you in that part that you are 100% in charge. But like my experience, you know, it's, you know, with, the, with three kids, right? With a baby, a, a toddler, and a kid. It's okay. I, I Today, I woke up at 6 because I knew that I had to get them ready, put their costumes on, whatever. I'll do all those things. But then something always happens, like, right? One starts crying. The other one, like, can't find the shoe. And we're like, I'm already, you know, I'm I already, like, on the path of leaving the house. And all of a sudden, like, I got to go pee. I got to go poo. And then they're, like, just singing in the bathroom. <laughs> or, you know, I'm like, come on, we got to go. Or, like, but I really got to go. Oh, I can't wait. Or, you know, I forgot my lunch. Or I had to bring anything. And that I think sometimes, like me, that's a lot of the experience that I get every day. It's like I, well, tomorrow I'm going to wake up 15 minutes before. And then I do, but like, like with kids, it's kind of like unpredictable. So I would say that I'm not a hundred percent owner, the owner of my time when I'm with the kids. There's always something that, you know, the diaper explosion or, you know, they get dirty or they're hungry or they need to pee or they need to sleep or they just woke up and they didn't wake up in a good mood and they're crying. So you're giving me a headache. Yeah. I mean, you know, and so that's why I feel like sometimes I put a lot of pressure on myself with the time and I get frustrated. And then when things like that happen, I, I sometimes do take it out on the kids and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, it's your fault. We're late. And it's like, it's really not, but it's just that, I think that also sometimes we got to be a little easy on ourselves in that aspect as a mom, just because we can't really be 100% in control all the time. Yes. So definitely, it's a unique time in our lives when we have Mm -hmm. little ones, right? Yeah. Uh, Because it does shift as they get older, 7, 8, 9, 10. You can kind of be a little bit more rigid about things in terms of of moving them forward. But when they're younger, yes, there's a dance that's Mm -hmm. happening with time. And it is a different relationship with time that moms have to have when when we have little ones, right? And we'll notice this just in our day-to-day life. Like, have you ever been 
playing with the kids and then you notice like time has gone by. You didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like next thing you know, it's been 30 minutes and you thought, oh, it's been that long and I didn't realize it. It's because our brain also shifts into more of a creative space. Mm-hmm. So when we have kids, when we when we're pregnant, we're in a space energetically of giving birth. Right. Not just to children and babies, but to ideas. And there are literally parts of the brain that open up. So much creativity, right, happens around the time that we're pregnant, around the time that we have little kids. And when we're in this kind of childbearing age, you'll notice women start businesses, have ideas, Mm -hmm. become artistic, uh, become more creative, or have a need to express creativity that they never even noticed they had before they had kids. Mm -hmm. So in the creative space, time is a little different. (laughs) <laughs> we can lose track of time. We're, we're mm. not so rigid in terms of, of consistency and connection to the time. So ultimately, yes, we're in control of our time. But knowing that the unexpected will happen with kids, we get to plan that into the space. Mm. So, you know, maybe instead of it being an hour and a half in the morning, maybe it's two hours and going with the flow of what will happen. and And also being okay with, being late to the next thing or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you let people know and you're aware and and clearing the space with people so they're aware. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's are you okay with it? So I would yeah. ask you, are you okay with them being late to school for five minutes because they needed to, you know, put the right shoe on or, or whatever or mm-hmm. whatever, or they needed you to be present in the moment. I yeah. think that's more of what it is, yeah, right? Yeah, they need yeah. you to be fully present with them in the moment. Yeah, and checking with yourself. And if you're okay with that, because being present in the moment is more important to them. Yes. Yeah. So th- so this morning, for instance, are you okay with what, what transpired? Do you feel like... I mean, now I am. <laughs> you <laughs> know, now looking back, I was, I, you know, I'm like, okay, everything I've done, we got there on time. You know, she did her thing. But when I'm in the middle of it, it's just like chaotic, right? And and I think like in the morning, it's just looking at the at my watch, like the, the clock every like minute just looking i have i have them all over the house because in the morning i need to just be like how long do i have like how like i'm against the clock in the mornings i feel and you know like i just feel like i've tried many things like i leave their uniforms out i do a lot of things but there's like most of the time always something kind of happens you know um maybe you should get rid of your clocks i mean i don't have three (laughs) children but i don't know how that works i don't have any clocks in my house beautiful look at that but, but i don't but again but, i only have one child but your kid doesn't have a time to get to school and mine, mine does yeah no and, yeah, mine yeah. Does. and and i also don't have three children so yeah. i don't know how that is i mean it is different you know i can't really like I, I can't put myself in your in your shoes no yeah i'm just saying like i just don't want moms to feel like you have to like do 100 percent by the clock because sometimes it is hard and then if i i don't want to put that on their heads because we put more pressure on ourselves yeah so this once, is not you know? about putting mm-hmm. more pressure on you this is about looking at your relationship with time yes. which oftentimes people don't even ask themselves yeah like wait a minute i have I like a relationship that. with time you do just like mm-hmm. you have a relationship with your money you have a relationship with your husband you have a relationship with your friends um and is it a good relationship is it not mm-hmm. if it's not how do we improve it right yes. just like you would with a friend One, you would do an inventory of, okay, what's going on in the relationship? Am I happy with it? Does it work for me? Like maybe, but with you not having clocks in your house, that might work really well for you. That just means you're in a flow with time. Like you don't really have to think about it. You're just kind of flowing through Mm -hmm. it like a dance, Mm -hmm. which is great. That's oftentimes what creative people do. Um, Business people that don't have to necessarily be at an appointment at a certain time. You know, some people are wired that way. Yeah. It's just about checking in with yourself and seeing what works for you. With kids, setting yourself up to win ahead of time, Mm -hmm. not just by planning things out, but also by knowing, okay, tomorrow morning, something's probably going to happen that throws me off my schedule. Mm -hmm. Right. So I kind of, I have three kids also and two of them are twins, right? So they're the same age. So they're kind of you know, fighting with each other or <laughs> causing problems with each other because they're the same age. Um, so I prepare myself ahead of time to know that going into tomorrow morning, it's probably going to be a little crazy. Yeah. Especially on days like Halloween, like, you know, or uh, special occasions or when they have something at school, a parade or a presentation or yeah. homework. So prepping the night before or the morning of mm-hmm. me mentally is what I mean by prepping. Yeah. Prepping yourself. To know, okay, this is this may be, you know, a different kind of morning where something comes up that I'm not used to. 
and expecting that. Because mm-hmm. if you set yourself up to expect someone's going to throw me off this morning, that's okay. When it happens, you can kind of be like, there it is. I knew it was going to happen. But almost like a game you're playing with yourself, yeah. mm-hmm. you can actually make it fun. You can make it fun. Let, <laughs> let's see. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's see how well I, you know, let's see how well let's I can see how handle. Much fun I can have. <laughs> yes. Let's see what kind of unexpected thing happens this morning. Yeah. Because um, you can look at it as an adventure. Yeah. Which is definitely what I advise moms to do. When you're with your kids and it's that morning routine or that night routine, look at it as an adventure. What is going to happen that I cannot predict will happen? (laughs) (laughs) Which is an adventure, right? It's kind of like a treasure hunt. You don't know. You don't know what you're going to find. You know exactly what's going to happen. And then being willing to go with the flow um, while still maintaining an awareness of time. Because you can't just go with the flow and then, you know, your kids are five hours late to school because (laughs) you're like, I'm sorry, teacher, I was in the flow. (laughs) Yes, I was in the flow. I had really fun time. Yeah. And you might be able to do that one day, you know, in a while. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that like every day. You still have to if your kids are going to, you know, regular school and have to be there at a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. And then talking about that, how do you how how should someone start their day? Like anybody, how how, what's the quote unquote ideal way to start a way to, to start? you know, with the time planning. Yes. Positive mindset in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. So who is the most important person we're in relationship to? Ourselves. 100%. Yes. (laughs) Ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You get get points. I mean, people forget that sometimes. I mean, a lot of moms will say my kids. Yeah. Because we're so focused on our kids that we forget, wait a minute, if I'm not okay, if I'm not healthy or thinking straight, I'm never going to be able to help, you know, my kids get, Mm -hmm. you know, be healthy and have a good mindset. So we set the context for our house. What does context mean? (laughs) Context means both everything that happens in the living world, like things you can see, like uniforms and shoes for school and backpacks and, you know, um, lunch pails and all that, but also the energy of our house, Mm -hmm. right? If, if there's a happiness, if there's a flow, if things are happening naturally and kids are pretty at peace, or if there's a lot of bickering and fighting and yelling and um, things getting thrown from one side of the room to the other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have the capacity to shift that in one direction or not, especially moms, because we're the foundation of the family. Really, oftentimes we are, just because we're in touch with our emotions a mm-hmm. lot more than men are. So I'm saying... We set the emotional climate for our house. And to look at that, not as a, like, oh my goodness, one more thing I'm in charge of. (laughs) It's pretty big. Yeah. But to look at it as a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. So all I have to do then is shift myself and I can shift what happens around me. And I can shift the energy in in my house, right? Mm -hmm. So in the morning, one of the most important things you can do is set the context for that. Set yourself up by stepping into whatever energy you want to have for the rest of the day, just by setting your intention, just by setting your intention. So you can say one word in the morning. Today, I'm going to be at peace. Beyonce. Beyonce. (laughs) That would be fun. That would be a fun day, right? And maybe you pick a different person each day for your kids. Today, I'm going to be la chilindrina. No, <laughs> like you said, a different fun, like, uh, yeah, fun character for who you're going to be. The intention yeah. behind that is what's most important. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you know, I I, I think I've, I've said this before, but the first thing I do is like open my curtains and open my window so the air can come in and like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the light. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I don't like. That's why that's why I'm a summer person because I feel like mm-hmm. uh, the light like gives me energy when it's like gloomy uh, I get like uh, you know uh but just open in the windows and just get it going I think that really helps in the mornings That's beautiful. I would say um moving your body in the morning mm-hmm. like doing one position even like a yoga position or or even just like five jumping jacks something that's going to wake up your body That gets you back into your body Mm -hmm. and then setting your intention for the day, right? Today, my intention is to, you know, sometimes I'll say not lose it with my seven-year-old because if she's been like driving me nuts for the last week and every day I've been losing it with her, I'll just say today my intention is I'm not going to lose it with my Mm seven-year-old. I'm going to keep calm or it's to return every phone call that I get today or it's to stay at peace and it helps set my brain up for what's going to happen in the day because you can create your day based on your thoughts, right? 
Oh. Everything starts in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Everything starts in our thoughts. So if you can say something positive in the morning, and just standing up and saying it. You don't have to be meditating. You don't have to sit in a specific spot. It doesn't have to be that complicated. You don't have to be, um, you know, doing some sort of yoga pose. It can just be you standing up and saying, today my intention is happiness, joy, having an adventure, being more present, um, being loving to my husband. These are all great ways to start your day. In terms of use of time, one of the best things you can do is to set your intention. Because mm. it's ahead mm. of time. It's like pre-work yeah. before yeah. you get into the doing of life. Yeah. And actually, they've done studies with CEOs, like top CEOs, millionaires and up who run large companies. They all have a morning ritual for at least 10 minutes in the morning where they meditate and set their intention for the day. Mm. Yeah. So that is very important work. Yeah. Very important yeah. work. If you get into the habit of doing it, um, it's going to set you up for having the day that you want. Yeah. And eventually your days are going to look more like what your intention is. Yeah. Makes sense. How far in advance should we plan our lives? <laughs> <laughs> our lives? Or- I say, I say as far in advance <laughs> as possible. Well, I look at planning your life as you know, the more you get closer to today, the more concrete it needs to be, right? Mm -hmm. But you can definitely be thinking about when you're 60 and 70, what kind of life you want to have. Absolutely. And be sitting in like the juiciness of what that's going to look like. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I sometimes picture my husband at 70 and me at 70 sitting in like these rocking chairs and watching our grandkids. And it's kind of crazy, right? But that's planning. Technically, that's planning. That's me kind of envisioning what I would like to see. The closer we get to today, to now, the more concrete I want it. So I think having a five-year plan is really great. Mm -hmm. uh, That has very clear outcomes, right? How much money do I want to be making in five years? What do I want my relationship to look like? What do I want my health to be like in five years? And then working backwards. So that means, you know, four years from now, three years from now, two years from now, and now. Then when we get into this year, having a plan for every month, Right? What's mm-hmm. my intention? Because then you're building towards that five, 10 year, 20 year plan. Keeping in mind, because this is the other side of kind of time management and everything we're talking about, is there has to be flexibility also mm-hmm. within that. It can't mm-hmm. be so rigid. Mm-hmm. It's not A or B. And it, it's not like if I hit my goal, then I'm successful. That's it. It's more of a gray zone, right? We're working towards your goal and we want you to hit your goal absolutely, but also. Life is life. And, you know, you might have a fourth kid that you didn't expect. (laughs) Yeah. You never know, right? Or you might have a business opportunity that opens up that you didn't expect. Or you might have, or your marriage may not work out. That happens oftentimes. So plans may change. But I say to plan as ahead as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Planning is always a good thing. Planning and, this is the thing we forget, especially as moms, debriefing. So you plan ahead. Then you follow through. And then at the end, you look back, you debrief on. So what happened? Did I hit my goal? Did I not? What worked? What didn't work? And mm-hmm. debriefing is the other like uh, book end mm-hmm. that we forget about. We oftentimes talk a lot about planning, like mm-hmm. planning your future, especially yeah. with 2019 coming up, right? We're going to like probably plan in January mm-hmm. for our or in December for our resolution. Or now. Or now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is perfect for now. Um, but then you also, guess what? At the end of 20, 2019, which is right now the end of 2018, we need to look back at the year also and see it and say what worked, what didn't work. Kind of debrief. Mm-hmm. Um, just as important as planning. Yeah. So I yeah. say you, you can plan as early as possible as you want. Just don't be rigid with the planning. Should should you be right? Mm-hmm. Should you write this down? Like, is that like? Yes, 100%. I'm a firm believer that. Um, the art of writing things down, the act of writing things down, manifests things. It creates reality for you, right? It mm-hmm. brings things into existence. So kind of like ideas are clouds floating up in the air. Um, they exist, but they're not concrete. We can't feel them or touch them. The moment we put something on paper, it's more concrete. We can see it. We can feel it. And if we're using a pen, the art of actually writing it out connects to our brain and makes it more real. Our brain actually um, remembers it better. Even even the difference between writing and having a computer, mm-hmm. um, there's a difference in what the brain does. Yeah. So if you can journal and actually write, you know, old fashioned style mm-hmm. <laughs> with a pen and paper, 
which by the way, is also how the top CEOs do it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do iPad and all mm. that. They actually do pen and paper and oftentimes will draw and get creative and they'll use a blank sheet. They don't even want to use the one with lines to write. Like that's how they have to kind of, you know, connect to that part of them that mm. really thinks about the future. So yes, writing your future goals is definitely important. Yes. Um, I have another question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we eliminate distractions? Like, I feel like I'm the distraction queen. Um, you know, I'll be like looking for, I'll be writing something and I, I remember somebody comes up to me and tells me, hey, what about this? And then I'm like, huh? And then I go over there and then somebody comes and they're asking me. So I'm already moving in like four different directions. And then by an hour later, I'm like, oh man, what was I doing at the beginning? And like, and I leave like little trails of things half done. Because people or, you know, myself kept getting distracted or even like social media, Instagram, Facebook. How do we eliminate distractions during the day to get things, more things done? Yes. So distractions have to do with stimulus, mm -hmm. right? There's a certain amount of stimulus happening in your brain and you're focusing on one thing. And then somebody comes in and it's like, oh, that's stimulating. What's mm -hmm. that? Especially if it's another person that needs something for you or from you. Because if it's just you sitting in front of like you getting something done like writing something on the computer or um, doing dishes or something, right? That's not as stimulating as a person coming in and needing something from you right then and there, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So there's two things you can do in the moment. One is talk to yourself out loud. So we're actually our best coaches. Okay. Um, except we're also our hardest critics. <laughs> and the inner voice is often telling us, oh, there you went again, you messed up or whatever. Yeah. But if we can train our voice out loud to tell ourselves exactly what it is we're focusing on, then we're going to stay focused. Mm. The likelihood is to stay focused. So literally saying to yourself, Paulina, you have to finish the dishes. Okay. Like, like give me an example of when somebody interrupted you with something you were doing. So I'm in, like, let's say I'm drafting an email, right? And then somebody comes and asks me a question that is urgent or something. And so I get up and I walk And then once I'm there, somebody else asks me something. But like that, drafting an email. I, okay. leave, a, I, leave, a, I leave a lot of drafts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. A lot of open drafts. Of yeah. Emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two things. Um, one is, let's assume somebody interrupts you and they really need you at that moment. So you have to walk away, right? Versus it's not really necessary for you to walk away. One quick thing you can do is grab a post-it note or a piece of paper and write down, finish email to... Juan or whoever you're writing mm -hmm. the email to. Mm -hmm. Finish email to Juan. And then you put the post-it note right on your computer. So there's a visual representation. You just did two things. You wrote something so your brain kind of will remember, oh yeah, this is what we're working on. And you put a visual representation of what the task is that needs to be completed. Okay. That visual representation will remind you, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I got to do that. Secondly, say out loud to yourself, you have to finish the email to Juan. Okay. And even as you're walking to go handle whatever you need to handle with this person, Saying to yourself, you got to finish the email to Juan. You can even tell the person, hey, listen, I'm going with you, but I have to finish this email to Juan when I get back. Okay. And if that leads to something else, that second person you say the same thing to, I need to finish the email to Juan. I guarantee you that you won't go to a third person because okay. it'll be in the back of your head that you're like, oh, I, I just, I got to go finish the email. I'll get back to you. Juan is waiting for me. Juan is waiting for me. <laughs> exactly. The email to Who Juan is, is waiting Juan for me. <laughs> I'm making up, guys. Uh, yes, yes. So out, speaking out loud, okay. which is a powerful tool, by the way, we can use all day long. Yeah. Like saying to yourself, be present, be present, be fully present right now. Saying it out loud has power. It's like somebody else talking to us from the outside point of view. Yeah. And then post-it notes are great reminders to keep you kind of focused and, you know, in line. Yeah, I'm very easily distracted. Like even if I'm in the middle of a text and somebody asks me something, I'll be like, huh? And then like, like I forget. Yeah, I would go first to checking in with yourself of do I need to I handle... I was going to say, I would go to the doctor. No. <laughs> first to the yeah, psychiatrist go to therapy yeah and see no, no 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 i would check in with yourself because it sounds like you're letting other people run your time do you know what i actually um it's been like three weeks or something that i actually take a day off the restaurant to work from home and i realize that that's helped me tremendously because when i'm here that it, usually when i'm here that's yeah. when it happens yeah or at home already after school with the kids that if something you know they 
that that's but when I'm alone somewhere I I get more things done but I wanted tips for when I'm here at work yeah so telling people give me one second mm -hmm. is really valuable if you know that what they're coming to you with is not something you need to handle immediately and most of the time it's not Ninety percent of the time, people interrupt us. It's because they think we're available all the time. Yeah, and it's not something urgent that we need to go handle right now. Now, if it's urgent, yeah, I mean, like the kitchen's on fire. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah, you can't say. And Give me a minute. Return. I Hold need on, to finish I... my email to Juan. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, Juan can wait. Juan can wait. His email can wait. But um, but if it's you know, hey, I need to get back to you on this. Can I show you this order form? Whatever you can yeah. say. Hold on one second. Um, one of the best things that's helped me and moms, this is going to be huge for a lot of you guys is to create kind of like office hours, yeah, Okay. <laughs> times when you're available for other people and times where you're not. Yeah. So times where you're just like, this is do not interrupt me time. You know how like professors at universities have yeah. office hours and you yeah. could only see them during office hours. Oh, yeah. So they weren't like always available to you. You had to go on Wednesday between 12 and one and that's it. Mm -hmm. Then people will either wait if it's really important and they'll come see you during the time you're available. Right. Or they just will handle it themselves and you'll have less people coming to see you actually. True. So that's, that's really true. valuable. Yeah. So create creating kind of a set time frame at work where people can interrupt you and people can't. And of course, you have to set it up in a very loving space where people still feel like you're available you're to them. Yes, mm -hmm. you're approachable, that's right? What I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. From a win-win perspective. True. Yeah. True. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, set up office hours. I'm serious. Here at here at work for a couple. Yeah, hours. no, I have. That's why that and then my office hour. Well, my the day that I'm at work at home, I think I get so much done when I'm not when I'm when I when I'm here. I swear, like I come in, I'm like I'm gonna do this here at work, and then I'm like oh, I gotta go, and I didn't do any of the things because I had to talk to like so many people. So I said I I can't, and because I'm in an open space outside working. I'm available. Pretty much my doors are open 24 hours a day <laughs> here when I'm at the restaurant. And there's a line of people waiting to talk to me every day. So I realized that I, ca I can't. Like, yeah. even if I want to, I can't. So um, because I don't have a space with a closed door, I, I decided to work from home and it's been great. Yeah. So one of the things I would love to remind all of us and, and you too is we teach people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. We also teach people about how our relationship with time is what our relationship mm -hmm. with time is, right? So we teach people like, this is, you know, my, my time is very limited or I treat it very, um, you know, with, with a lot of importance in certain areas of my life. So if it's something with my kids, for instance, that's it. Like that's my priority for that day. I'm going to work everything around that. Yeah. Don't interrupt me during this time and this time or something like that. Or, or I probably won't get back to you with a text message between this time and this time. But I've learned to tell people um, in a loving way so that they know Oh, okay. So they don't, because communication, that's people interpret it in so many different ways, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody, let's say you get a missed call from somebody. What do you think that means if I you mean, get a missed call from somebody? That I have to call them back? What do you think, Patricia? What do I think? Yeah. If you get a missed call from somebody, what do you interpret it as? <laughs> so Paulina thinks that, I, that means I got to call them back. I thought he's not the right person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. This is like, it teaches us how uh, we each interpret time differently. Yeah. It, well, it depends. Like, if it's like someone that I know, yeah, I, you know. I, I would be like, oh, if it's important, they'll text me and tell me what they want. Uh, if it's really important, they'll call me again. Um, or I don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legit. Is that what I no, think? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think the difference is because, uh, uh, the, because sorry, whoever I have in return a call to. All the people that are like, oh, 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 I got it. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, like, for example, or I'm just, I have so many things that I, I, I'll get back to you when I can or, I'll te you'll text me I'll text you and it'll get done yeah see but see like my function here at work is like people HR so every time I have a meeting I'm like and you guys know I'm but always also, available for you whenever you need me but you have two assistants no that's true but like sometimes people want to talk to me you know I, I feel if you if you feel like you're not being heard I'm always available to talk to you guys. That's that's all what I always say. So I've always put it out there like come talk to me. So they do. But now when I realized that I I wasn't doing any I wasn't getting anything done, I was like, "Well, guys, I really can't talk right now, but" and then I realized that they're they're like, "Oh, I already handled it." I'm like, "Okay, great. I'm not coming then, <laughs> you know." But yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, I would say to start um 
telling people when you're available or mm-hmm. not, because also we want to empower people to handle their own stuff, right? Because if they can handle their own stuff, it's a win-win for mm-hmm. you and for them. They're growing and you're growing too in terms of your management of time. Right? Well, here's a good question. Also, Sorry. Also, I feel like nowadays a phone call, when somebody calls me, I feel like I have to call them back because people don't call anymore. That's people true. People text. That's true. That's so when people call, I'm like, oh, damn, this is important because they're actually picking up the phone and dialing a number. Bish, when I call you, don't call me back. <laughs> you just you text back. me and you're like, what's up? <laughs> All right. Here's a question that I think would be easy for Paulina. I mean, will be, will be, will be very beneficial to not just Paulina, but to everybody. What is the difference between things that are urgent and things that are important? Oh, yeah. Like, what is that? Like, how can we differentiate both of those? You know, because for you, a, a phone call is, is like, oh, it's urgent. You know, you're not looking at that's important. You're looking at it's urgent because you're like, I have to call back. Mm-hmm. It's not like important, you know. Um, so like, what is, what like, how could we differentiate? Or are there any steps or tips that you can give somebody to tell them, okay, here are sort of, here is the filter that you need to go through it just so you know if it's, an urgent matter, an important matter. Yeah, I would say, ask yourself, what is the highest priorities for me in every area of your life? Okay. So what is it that is most important here at work, for instance, for you, Paulina? And that becomes what's most important, right? Urgency is based on what's happening around you because there may be something that you don't normally handle, but it's urgent and somebody has to handle it and you're the only one in the space that can handle it. So that is more based on like... Like if the health department shows up. Yes. Yes, if the health That's department urgent. shows up. That would be urgent and important, right? Mm-hmm. But it may not be under your normal priorities of what's important. Uh, so oh, some of this priority. is in reaction. <laughs> some of it's in reaction to what gets thrown at us, right? Yeah. But a lot of this can happen in the planning stages. When you plan out your day, when you set your intention for the day or you set your goals for the day or mm-hmm. your to-do list, right? You can go through your to-do list and, and this is a... a a great tool to kind of map out and to measure what's important and what's urgent. So one of the techniques I teach is to actually um, put a number to what's important, rate your the importance of a particular task on a scale of one to 10 and rate the urgency of that particular task on a scale of one to 10. So health department shows up on a scale of one to 10. How important is that? 10. 10. On a scale of one to 10, how urgent is that? 10. That you need to handle 10. Mm-hmm. So that's in total a 20. So you would put a 20 next to it on your to-do list. Mm. And that would be the first thing that's for sure going to get handled, right? Yeah. And then you go down the list. There's going to be some that are, that are like 14, 15. There's going to be some things that are a seven or a five. That's probably not going to get handled today and not that important and not that urgent. Yeah. So it's a way to measure. And then you'll have a number next to each thing. The closer the task is to a 20, the quicker you need to get it done and the more you need to focus on it. That's the closer idea. it is to a one or a zero, the less you need to focus on it or need to. I should uh, just like eliminate it. Or eliminate it or <laughs> delegate it out. Yeah. That's a big Here's thing Here's another do. one. Why do you think it's so hard for us to delegate tasks to other people? Control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as moms, we want to be in control of it all, right? Because also that makes us feel safe and that makes us feel like our kids are safe. So control is very hard to let go. And if you're going to delegate, you have to trust that that other person is going to handle it. And also, at least for me, I don't know if you guys feel this way in the back of my head, I feel like it's going to handle it in the same quality of excellence that I would handle it. (laughs) Right. Right. So it's going to get done the same way I would have it done or uh, be able to, uh, you know, make it happen. That doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why delegating is hard to do. But it's a practice. It's a technique. It's a tool. You can increase your ability to do it because, you know, as business owners, you have to delegate. That's the bottom line. You're not going to get everything done in a restaurant by yourself. That's really the reality. Um, And in a family, guess what? You have to delegate, too, because it's not just you by yourself, although some of us think it's us by ourselves doing it all. (laughs) Um, Really, it's your husband's there, your partner, whoever, or maybe you don't have a partner and that's okay too. And your kids are there. And the value of delegation is so high. Not only mm-hmm. for you, because I mean, th- this is how Oprah does everything she does. She has a team and she delegates to that team and she's created a team that, you know, she can trust. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also valuable for the people you delegate to. Even our kids, they learn so much more about responsibility and getting things done. Like Paulina, you could delegate the kids putting out their own uniforms in the morning. Yeah. Like they could do that or at night. 
they could do that themselves mm-hmm. and that that's part of what they need to get done, right? That will free up a little bit of time for you. And guess what? It will provide an opportunity for them to grow and to learn a new muscle called responsibility. Yeah, I really have no choice because I, you know, there's three of them and there's only two hands. So I, I let them do a lot and they have learned a lot. You know, they, they've grown a lot. Um, that's the only way to do it. There's no Mine too. Mine too. I didn't realize how much, like my seven-year-old is is very mature. And I didn't think she was that mature. And this year she got put in a second, third grade combo class. And she's a second grader. Mm. Yeah. And she got put with third graders. There's only seven second graders that got chosen to be put in this combo class. And at first I was like, she's not ready for this. Why do they choose her? (laughs) No. And I think she's a smart kid. But I was a little freaked out. And I realized in finding out more from the teachers and all that, that she's quite mature. Yeah. And she's mature because when the twins were born, I was like, oh, girl, you're on your own. She was three (laughs) years old, but I was like, you've got to, you know, get your own shoes. You've got to get, you you can get your own snack. Talk about a phone call. I'm just getting three phone calls in a row. Oh, that's somebody who's hearing us. No, okay. (laughs) Heard us and said, I'm going to call her right now. Um, But yeah, the opportunity to delegate creates growth in other people. And if your team is rocking it, you guys have more time. Mm-hmm. That opens Definitely. up more availability of time for you to 100%. do the things that are most important to you. I think that's the only way that we get a lot of things done, you know, delegating and getting help because otherwise it's impossible to do everything. Yeah, delegation ourselves. is part of teamwork and teamwork is part of playing a big game in life. And if you're a mom, you're playing a big game in life. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, you've got a lot of things going on. So delegation is key. It gets to become your friend. <laughs> That's what I say. Last one, and we'll take a break. How can we motivate ourselves? And what? Are, how can we motivate ourselves? And what are some examples of motivation? Like, you know, a lot of people find motivation in other ways, but I think since the biggest relationship is with ourselves and we're our biggest, cheer, biggest cheerleaders, how can we motivate ourselves every day? There's something that we're connected to always that is inspiring or motivating in our lives. We all have something that really inspires us or motivates us. Usually there's two or three things in our lives that we would do anything for that when we're really connected with is so inspiring. What happens is in day-to-day life, we disconnect from that, okay? So there is a part of us that already exists that is Mm -hmm. motivation and inspiration. There is a version of, let's say, me, Wendy, that is inspiring and motivating and passionate and in love with life. I'm not always connected to her on a day-to-day basis. The more I get into the doing of life, like with the kids and and schedules and time, Mm -hmm. the less I am connected to her. So the way we stay motivated is by connecting to that part of ourselves, that part of ourselves that is on fire, is excited about life, the part of ourselves that you know, um, decided to pursue a particular career or decided to have kids or, you know, that part of ourselves that's really, really excited and motivated about life. So how do we do that? How do we stay connected to that version of ourselves? There's lots of ways to do that. It depends on the type of person. Some people work really well with visuals. That's Mm -hmm. why things like vision boards are so important Mm -hmm. because having a vision board that connects you to that part of yourself can be motivating and inspiring. For some women, it's a picture of your kids, like at work, having a picture of your kids and being able to connect to that and the meaning and feeling of what Mm -hmm. that is in our day-to-day lives that helps us stay motivated. Um, For some women, it's connecting to um, a particular teacher or coach or, you know, um, podcast or or TED Talk or something that can keep us motivated, Motivated. that feeds that Mm -hmm. part of us. Mm. The thing is slowing down and connecting to that part of us on a regular basis. That is what will keep us keep us motivated, keep us inspired. So slowing down, being present in the moment, and then doing something that will connect us to that um, best version of ourselves, that is motivation and inspiration. She's already living inside of us. Yeah. We don't have to like do something to create her. She's already there. She's just covered by a bunch of stuff <laughs> that usually is our 50-page to-do list, the things we have to get done with the kids, um, the schedule, time, stress. how we're looking at stress, anxiety, um, the stuff that gets messy, the stuff we haven't planned for, right? The fight we had with our husband, all that stuff is in the way. So we have to clear that out. And slowing down our brain, slowing down our breath, being fully present, 
yeah, reminds us of, oh yeah, wait, there's the, there's that girl in me or that woman in me that I used to rock it and then reconnecting to that. For some women, it's also dancing, wearing a particular dress, mm-hmm. um, right? Or particular lipstick, that could do it. Um, reading something inspirational, writing something down. We got to feed God praying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Prayer is so inspirational mm-hmm. and yeah, and connects you. Having a conversation with a girlfriend mm-hmm. in the morning when you're driving to work, just call somebody and say, dude, I'm not feeling it today. I feel, you know, depleted or I feel tired. And how do I connect with that best version of ourselves? Because um, oftentimes our friends see that beautiful side of us. So they'll remind us. Yeah. Girl, you got this. You rocked it. I saw you last Saturday at the club and you were <laughs> You were rocking you that were actually, You were actually at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that they were at the club because that's where I'd like to be. So uh, but yeah, they remind us. So that is inspiration and motivation. You have to figure out what the bridge is that feeds that part of your spirit. Yeah. And then you have to build a practice around it, right? And it might shift um into different things. Traveling feeds that part of us oh, oftentimes yes. so some women are like every three months i got to go to a new country or ev- or once a month i got who take are these wow. women <laughs> <laughs> okay let's take a break and come back with a Superma pick or tip of the week we'll be right back hey Supermamas, paulina and brisa here we just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on itunes stitcher follow us on spotify soundcloud or wherever you get your podcast also, have you seen us rocking our Supermama swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. And we're back. Well, this is where I'm at. pick or tip of the week. Wendy, yes. what is your pick or tip of the week? <laughs> so my tip of the week would be to name your calendar. Oh, Give it a yes. name. Yes. I like that. I really like that. Right? La my, sexy. La sexy. Okay. <laughs> and, and she's in control of your time there, Paulina. La sexy. Oh, I, know, I know what she's going to be scheduling in a lot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or what she's going to prioritize. I'm so waiting for Paulina's sex video to drop. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> no, I'm so either way, there's a lot of stories we should not. But I think that um, someday we'll hear them. Someday, we'll hear if them. They, I think we've always said it. If there is a sex video somewhere out there, it definitely is Paulina's. Anyway, everyone in your family, man. Anything else, Wendy? Yes. No. Just name it and then start building a relationship with her. So if she's like, you know, um, Kim is my time scheduler. Pretend she's like your personal assistant that holds all your time, Ooh. and just interact with her in a really, you know, fun way. Say, let me check with Kim, my personal assistant. Nobody needs to know she's just your Outlook calendar. <laughs> that is so. Remember, we have we have a friend that does that. That Ooh. she said, um, Na- Natalia. Oh, Natalia. Yeah. And then so when she sends emails, she sends them from like her assistant. Oh, she's she's her own assistant. I love that. I love that. Mine is Chloe, and Chloe controls my schedule. Oh, oh Chloe. Chloe. Yes, she's my timekeeper, and I got to check in with her. Mine is Kim, and hers is Kylie. Ah, verdad? I like that. Kim and Kylie. There you go. There you go. And have fun with it, because that way you're having fun with time. That is. Just naming it is fun. Just naming it is fun. That's so cool. Yeah, my assistant. Let me check my assistant. Ah, nice. That's true. Paulina? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I have... um, a pick and a tip. I think my tip would be because it's that's what's been working for me. It's like get a space for yourself to work from. Like anything. I feel like a, having a door to that you can close is very important. But if you don't have a close a closed door, still I feel like once own your space. Own your space. And I did. I, I when I when I redid my office recently, a few weeks ago, I did put my vision board there. I put my kids pictures in there. I put like that light that my sister recommended a few episodes, a lot of episodes ago, just to keep me like up uh, music, like essential oils, like make it your space. Because one, one, when I sit there and work and close the door and put my music, I feel like, I feel like me. You know, it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel efficient. And once that day's done, I actually feel good because I'm like, oh my God, I can actually get things done. 
<laughs> I emptied my whole bag. You know, I only carry one backpack now. Yeah. And it makes me feel so good to just be able to like pick up myself. I don't have to. I would carry. I had this whole session with my therapist because she says, you carry your life around with you everywhere. And I was like, that is true. I carry all, I would carry all my, you know, all my problems and everything in a bag. And so now I feel lighter. I feel a lot lighter. So do that. Um, and I think for time management also, you know, just target. <laughs> just, you know i love it you know we we i got the uh the costumes i get everything and then i, I just everything is there everything so speaking I just of target one one-stop shop speaking of target i um i have a couple of picks just that you know everyone knows that um everyone knows that i uh i i, I love this subject of like you know planning like i'm such a huge plan i just love it. it makes me really happy um but one of the things that i really wanted to talk about was that was a game changer for me that i didn't really even know existed was this as people are gonna be like what is it dun, 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 dun. is it <laughs> do you know that target has this drive up thing now yes i heard that, about okay it. Wow. have you ever tried it no i've never okay. tried it but it's amazing it sounds amazing so basically in your app which you can link your credit card to by the mm-hmm. way um you can shop from there, put everything that you need, and then just drive up. There's like a drive up, you know, like space of the parking. Um, you drive up, and then they bring the stuff to you. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to go inside, which is uh, and, which is sort of like a danger for me to think about when I need to get stuff. I, you know, I... I always put it put it off. There's certain things you can't order online. There's like just certain things that you have to go into Target for. You have to go into a mm-hmm. store and get. So for me, the Target window is after picking up my son from school and before going to school, right? Which is could be really difficult to think about. Like, oh no, but I have to get him out of out of like a seat, and then he wants to go in there, and then he wants to grab everything. Yeah. And then you don't really want to deal with, especially. I mean, I only have one. I can imagine with three what a trip to Target would be like. But there. You basically buy everything from the app. It's linked to your GPS so they know what time you arrive. They come out, they give you your bags, and then you're out. Wow. It's, you it's haven't like tried a game changer. If you haven't tried it, oh my God. Sorry. If you sorry, if you haven't tried it, you really need to. You really, really need to. But yes, that's because just the time to get my three kids out of their car seats, like to to lock them in and out of the car seats, takes so much time. Yeah, and even new moms, like you can get, you know, your I don't know, your formula, your diapers, your mm-hmm. wipes, or even snacks. Non perishable, non refrigerated. You can get anything from. Yeah, that. like e- like even snacks. snacks, and you can be in your pajamas. You can. You're not going to get out of the car. No, no. no. And it, I mean, for me, that's the thing. Sometimes I'm like, I have to go. You know, have to go out, get them in the car. But if I'm already out and I can just get them there and just don't even get them out of the car or they fall asleep you know when the kids fall asleep in the car yes you don't yeah. want to take time. them out you don't want to wake them up no so that's 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 what i like yeah because nothing's worse than a kid that has a nap or you can order <laughs> for pickup before and then just grab it also i feel like it helps you not to over shop because you're <laughs> you only know? ordering the things you need yeah, <laughs> yeah. how not efficient how efficient and effective like for, for your life especially if you're so busy because you could just drive you know on your way from picking up the kids stop at target get mm-hmm. your stuff mm-hmm. and then leave and then leave because honestly you know that i if mean you definitely get down, like a like a game changer you know that if you get down you're gonna be spending there for like at least an hour yes. at least at least whereas and three hundred dollars later <laughs> yes. yeah that's true. thank you so much for coming again wendy yes, where can you. girls like get in contact with you stalk you where can we where where, where can we fix learn more lives. about us yes How absolutely absolutely awesome awesome yes so there's actually two places one is on my website wendyamara.com so okay. you're all welcome to come to you know wendyamara.com you can also call me on my direct line which is 818-395-2645 I know, right? I'm putting it out there. Yes. Please, no stalkers. Well, no male (laughs) stalkers. No kidding. (laughs) Um, Yes. And you're all uh, invited to um, schedule a free introduction strategy session with me. You can go to my website and you can schedule that uh, through my website. And And mention Supermamas. Yes. Mention Supermamas for sure because that'll that'll be great. And I'll, I'll send a big you know, thank you email. Um, and also I'm doing an event on 11-11. So November 11th, That's Sunday. November what 11th. is 11-11 really a thing? It is a thing. Okay, tell us it about is a it. Thing. Have you heard of it? Okay. So yeah. different, di- you know, different spiritual practices. There's a belief that on 11-11, 
Um, and anytime you look at the clock and it says 11, 11, has that mm-hmm. ever happened to you guys? Yeah. Oh, let's okay. make a wish. Yeah. You make a wish. <laughs> exactly. Supposedly the doors open more to like connection to source, whatever oh. you feel like is source, right? Source could be God or Buddha or whatever you feel like is your higher power or just the planet or energy. So you're more connected directly to source, the energy that, that makes things happen in the world, right? Which I think is just a bigger part of us. Anyways, but because the door is open, you can make clear, specific requests. You can come in. Yes. Well, you can say, hey, I really want this specifically. It's almost like there's a, there's a line Ooh, directly connected to God. 11-11. Or direct, at 11-11. Is 11, that God's 11. phone number? Yeah, maybe it's God's <laughs> phone number. There you go. Or or your higher source, whatever. So the fact that we have a whole day, 11-11, and this year it's on a Sunday, we're going to be doing a manifest day, which oh, is an all-day so cool. workshop. Yeah. It's going to be in Northridge, California. Please go to manifestday.com. Manifestday. Manifestday.com. Yes. And then on Instagram, it's at manifest underscore day. Mm. So they can find us there too. Yes. That's yes. Or go to my website. There'll be information about the, the training and the workshop there. Amazing. Yes. We'll totally link it on the show notes. Superamaz.com. Thanks. Uh, Wendy, I hope you can come back soon. There's Thank so you. much yes. more to talk about. Oh, yes. So There's much. so much more. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Guys. Bye. Hey sisters, thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromance.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your Supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707, and leave us a message, or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love, and see you next week. Super Mamas! Mamas.